0: in order to provide you next level insight and analysis into your Cleveland Browns blue wire hustle proudly presents all eyes on Cleveland and now here is your host Brad Ward welcome into a another edition of well a crossover edition Of all eyes on Cleveland and the OBR film breakdown with the great Jake Burns. I'm your host Brad Ward. Jake is here with me tonight. Jake, how are you,
1: sir? Brad, I'm great as always, man. What's happening?
0: Not much, man. We're doing we're doing this thing. We're getting there, you know. We're getting there. We got so tonight we've got uh, Clowney Clowney finally signs on the dotted line. OTAs start tomorrow, uh, and the Watson drama continues uh we've got we've got some things to touch on here
1: plenty to touch on my man there's um there's a lot there's not much but there's a lot right there's not yeah. much real life stuff happening right now after clowny signs i don't expect some very much real life stuff to happen until after the june 1st cap bubble uh hits again where they get some money back for austin hooper um but i don't expect much there and then but there is going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot on social media the next two days, and we're going to dive into that here in just a minute. But it is, yeah, it's it's about to be pretty intense.
0: In the next yeah, I don't year. expect it to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, they're going to kind of take the fun out of start of OTAs here, in my opinion, but we'll hit that here in a second. Let's start with Clowney, though, and knock this out. Up to $11
1: million one-year deal. Is that what you expected, Jake? A little less, to be honest, a little okay. less. So that means the market wasn't very strong. Um, it means that I think the Browns now there's there are people out there that I think that the Rappaport put out about Clowney chose the Browns despite more money in years on the table. I don't believe that for a second. Okay. I've said that from the very question. I have said from the very beginning that Clowney is chasing the most money and guarantees he can get. And I don't blame him for it. He never got a big second contract in the NFL. Never was going to hold that against him. But. I just don't buy that. Listen, I guess in this world it could be true, but I just don't buy it to be true. So, nonetheless, he comes back on a deal that I think the Browns offered him right away, held true to, told him we wanted him. Here's our number that we can afford you, and ultimately he just accepted it. And I think it'll work out well for both sides. I like Cleveland not being tied to, uh, you know, the, this this long term deal with a guy in his 30s who's got some injury history. They got a good they got a good deal last year. It worked out well for both sides. But that doesn't last year's production performance doesn't guarantee what the future is going to look like. So you're still concerned about some of the similar things that you were concerned about last year. Right. So anyway, I think I think it's good. I think it's fine. We'll see what they do with some of the offset language for void years, what that looks like. And we'll also try to see what they do with some of the guarantees, because I'm interested to see how much the Browns guarantee at signing and how much they kind of put on performance in terms of sack numbers or how much they put on. Um, participation, how many games he plays, right? So that'll be interesting, too. Yeah. Uh, he was at
0: eight last year, I think, guaranteed, right? Seven or eight? Sounds sounds, sounds about right. Yeah, and he, he had a couple of incentives last year as well. Yeah. And he probably hit some of those, I would imagine. SAC incentives, maybe games played. I'm not sure exactly what those numbers were, but you would think he probably would have hit some on some of those. Yeah. So he was probably pretty pleased, ultimately, with what he took away from. Now, the weird thing about his contract is that he still has – from that siding bonus uh a void or a, a 3.6 million dollar dead cap money i don't know how that rolls into this year what they do with that kind of what you said it'll be interesting to see how they handle you know his base pay what they give him in a bonus uh are they going to kick the can similar to the way they did with uh, the first year of denzel wards you know will they put a couple void years on here and kick the can down the road again it'll be interesting to see how they handle that uh you know, if they truly are going all in, they should do that, right? Because leave some more room, as much room as possible, to go after other pieces if necessary, you would think.
1: Yeah, I think I think the void year stuff will be fascinating. Again, you're right. What is cat numbers? Jack Duffman did a great job of putting out what he thought it would be. I tried to illustrate Jack's tweet in my podcast yesterday, and and uh, I think I think they'll do some void years, but continue to protect now and later and just push that off a little bit as the cap continues to explode vertically as it should in the next few years for sure
0: okay so we you know no huge surprise they were expecting Clowney to come it's kind of a not more like a yes but more of a kind of a sigh of relief i think from browns fans as a whole uh that okay I'm, i'm glad that's done right you know so um OTA starts tomorrow. Let's let's go there. Reports are out. Baker Mayfield will not be in attendance. Uh, you know, Jake, it's interesting here. Thoughts on this, real quickly. He's kind of doing the Browns a favor here. I don't know, if, you know, what the communications have been. But if he really wanted to apply pressure, he would
1: show up, wouldn't he? You would think he would. You would think he would. So, I think he is. To to put it lightly, there doing them a favor. But there could be some back back channel dealings of whether he was going to be there or not i don't know i mean i would hope that the browns and bakers camp are keeping this cordial but your guess is as good as mine on that but yeah i mean in terms of i want to get a deal done and i want it to be done now you would think there'd be some pressure there but there also might not be his ability to pass a physical right this second so it might not matter i'm not sure i'm it's a ton of conjecture from my end i would think if he wanted to put pressure on you right brad he would be there but It seems he does not have a desire to be there. He's not going to be there. It's good for the Browns. It's good for Baker in terms of, I guess it's good for Baker in terms of staying away from the situation and the hostility of it and the weirdness, awkwardness of it. But yeah, I don't, I don't, it doesn't have any bearings. I didn't expect him to show up for OTAs. I'm sure you didn't either. And I'm sure most people didn't, but there were some out there who believed that this could be a, some sort of thing, but I didn't think it was going to, to, to shake out this way. So I'm not surprised.
0: I don't know, forgive, forgive me, listeners, if I hit on this with you already, Jake, but uh, did I tell you, I mean, the the report that came out that said that the Browns were willing to eat $3.5 million in it, did we talk about this, Three point five in the draft day negotiations with the Panthers? That seems very small to me, right? Like, that was shocking to me.
1: Yeah, that's extremely low. I would have thought they'd have gone to about half, but yeah. they could be pushing the limit here to see how far they can get and what teams are willing to bend on. So as, this, as the year gets closer, Brad, I would imagine that number will continue to creep more toward the 50-50 line.
0: Sure. This is a crossover edition of the OBR Film Breakdown with Jake Burns. I'm Brad Ward of All Eyes on Cleveland. We like to do this once a week, get together, chop things up, and hash it out. we here on uh, on the air. Um, Jake, let's move to uh, some more uh, drama You know, this stuff's not a whole lot of fun to talk about, but we can hit on it here real quickly. Um, Brown's taking some heat here. I think the word was tone-deaf. Not the Browns, but uh, Watson takes the offense to the Bahamas, right? Um, And uh, I think it was Florio again weighing in um, that the Browns, this was a tone-deaf move or, you know, the optics are bad on this or whatever. Thoughts on that?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I I get it. Watson's going to continue to live his life. He's not going to live his life in a hole. He's not going to, you know, he again has maintained Brad his innocence through all of this. Now we'll see what comes of the civil cases and what they do ultimately here, but he has maintained innocence. He's going to go on living his life. He's, I think he's doing so in a way that is out of the public eye. I don't, I don't think the Bahamas trip was all too featured. You know, I don't think the Browns are going to feature it. I don't think Many nah. people are going to feature it. It was just something he wanted to do with the guys he's on their team. I'm sure he wanted to get some one on one time with guys and talk about a situation in his life and what brought him to that spot. And so I don't, I, I guess I get the optics of it look bad, but you cannot expect a guy like Watson who still, despite your distaste of him as a person, and I get it. If that's your feeling, totally understand. He's, still been entrusted with the franchise here and he's gonna do what he thinks is best to get the respect of his guys and all of those factors that surround being a a face of a franchise so yeah i get it if you don't like it because you don't like the person and you don't like what he's done and are accused of or whatever but he's not gonna just live in a hole and, and sit in berea and and you know it's not it he's gonna live his life and and that might not be something you enjoy all too much but hopefully if that's the case, you can block it out because that's just what he's going to do. And and um, sure, the optics, I guess, don't look great. But but again, he's he's operating under the the the, f- the belief of his own that he's innocent, and he's getting Absolutely. ready for a football season with a new franchise, and he wanted to do something nice for the offense that he's about to partake in. So I don't have a problem with it. I mean. Again, these, these decisions for Watts in the person are out of my hands. I I didn't make them. I can't make them. I can't judge them. They're not I'm not on a jury. I don't have any decision over it. I, I he's just going on living his life and if he wants to do that then hey man, do your thing. That's fine. Just you, you do do what you got to do to be good at your job as a football player here cuz that's what we talk about. Here's what I would say about
0: this Jake and I agree totally. Yeah, but I think you made a great point um either last week or the week before when we discussed kind of the Browns, you know, being put in this bad guy light uh, by National, And you said they knew and have known since they got on that plane and went to go get Deshaun Watson they that they could not care about what anybody said. I think the same kind of goes here for Deshaun Watson. Like, I mean, he feels he's innocent. He can't really care, right? He can't really let that stuff. I mean, I get it. He can care, but He has to live his life. He believes he's innocent. He's going to live his life as though he's QB1 of the Browns. And let's be honest, Jake, if this wasn't the circumstances, he would have been lauded for doing this, right? He would have been cheered by everybody around the NFL for taking his offense away into the Bahamas and treating if this wasn't the circumstances, right? So uh, I think that, you know, it's hard, right? I get that why why some people could feel that way. But, uh, you know, some of the, I think some of the, uh, Instagram live and the pictures and the smiling and maybe, maybe less of that might've helped a little bit. But once again, who are we to judge what they're, what he's doing? You know, we don't know. So it's really hard to, to judge that. Um, you know, as a selfishly, once again, as a Browns fan, I'm like, great. They're, you know, the offense got together for a week before OTAs. I feel that is something that makes me as a purely football fan happy. Now, there's a lot of layers to that, but <laughs> selfishly, I'm glad they got together, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean I, again, we can only operate under what we know. We The civil cases are ongoing. We cover the team. We care about the Browns. I, I, I'm i sorry, man. I'm sorry, but I have no choice. Yeah. There's no choice here. I, I For me, it's a job, and... We've gone through this a hundred times now. We don't have to rehash it all, but like it is what it is. He's, he's, he's innocent because they didn't bring charges against him and he's just operating his life. I'm not out there buying Deshaun Watson jerseys. I'm not selling the person to people and trying to convince them that this didn't happen that That's not what I'm doing. But as we know, this HBO special is coming tomorrow. It's going to get ugly. There are going to be accusers that are going to be up there talking. Rusty Harden did his own podcast today and, Listen, I don't think much is going to come like from the Browns organization on this either. They're just going to let it play out. It's going to be a really, I guess, prepare yourselves. It's going to be a really ugly day on Twitter Wednesday through the weekend, and it's going to be out in the public, and there's going to be a lot of things said. And hopefully HBO can keep it um, as much as possible from both sides. I think it's got a chance to be an ugly interview and be really hard on Watson. And it's going to, the timing of it is meant to sway public opinion because what Absolutely. it's going to do is it's going to put pressure on him in this moment that he needs to settle the case. That's what they want. They want to settle it. They want to get as much money as possible, which, okay, do your thing. There's a clear reason why it's happening right now. These women can get on, they can tell their story, they can get something from it. And, you know, from from like a settle, like they're trying to push toward a settlement, in my opinion, where Watson has to, to offer them a sum of money before the NDA stuff comes out. That's what they're pushing for right now. Make Watson feel the pressure that the NFL is going to suspend him because, you know, they're going to they're going to they're gonna make him feel that pressure. The NFL, the optics, the public opinion, it's going to be gnarly. So. Put that pressure on Watson to just tell it, hey, everything can go away and money can get paid out because that's all that matters. The, the the There's no criminal proceedings here. Two grand juries said they won't do it, so they can't get these, these women, if they're telling the truth, can't get something in terms of, of punishment for the guy that they are accusing. But they can get money from the situation, and then I guess money makes everything better, so – that's just what it is. They're, the timing of this is truly predicated on putting pressure on Watson to just say enough is enough. Let's put this away. Let's pay these these situations to go away. And it, I just I fully expect it to be ugly. And I don't I don't really plan to spend much time on social media the next few days, Brad. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May fifth. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
0: Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, uh, you know, as Browns fans no matter where you stand, it's just going to be kind of ugly. And, and here's the thing, right, that I worry about, and I and I really shouldn't worry about it, but the thing that I'm concerned about is that, that you're only getting one side, right? Like, okay, so HBO has timed this up, and obviously this was brought by Tony Busby to HBO. He, you know, there's going to be two accusers that are going to be able to say what they want up there. Now, I heard comments from Busby saying, oh, HBO does a great job, and they're... Very fair, but but this is coming from Busby, the lawyer of the accusers, right? Harden said that he had a member of their staff talk with eight minutes to HBO and has sent over tons and tons of paperwork, hoping uh, without, they don't want, obviously, with the pending cases, they can't really let Deshaun comment, obviously, that would be silly, um, or go on HBO to defend himself, but they did send all that stuff over, he said, to hopefully... Uh, try to get a fair, uh, you know, interview, right? You, you hope that the interview is held that that the accusers are held accountable, and that and that's not. HBO says they're
1: going to be hard questions, Brad. I don't know. Okay. I I think much like the, the, okay. they said that they said I don't know, but the the. Much like the introductory press conference, there is no winning this situation. There should be – there's sure. no good – there's nothing good that will come of this for Watson or the Browns. They'll continue to be ragged on as if the Browns are the only team interested in Watson so on and so forth. And Listen, it's just going to be ugly for your favorite football team and you just got to write it out. I don't know what else there is to say. Nothing can be changed about it. And I'm not going to sit here and continue to harp on the same things people continue to harp on. It's over. It is uh, – we'll see. Hopefully, that these situations can continue to just be – I, I guess just get them over with. I mean, whether that's the trial or uh, some sort of, of settlement, I, they're just lingering. And I think that that's what Busby wants, right, is make the Browns, make Watson feel like the presence of these things lingering out there is going to put pressure on to get the money that he's trying to get for his clients. So we'll see if that works out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and And
0: I don't want to keep rehashing this, but That's why at the beginning I kind of said, and, and, you know, we had that conversation the first day that there there might be some value in just moving on, right, and saying, you know, this isn't all worth it because this is just going to drag on forever. But I also get you only get one name and you want to fight for that, too. So there's two sides to that, and I totally get that as well. Um, and, and then there's, you know, the victim side too. So, and there's, there's so many angles that you can look at this. It's very difficult to, to know where to come down. I try to, we try to look at it from a football point of view. And and, and the re- only reason I bring up this is because it's going to make the first few days of OTAs rather difficult, right? You know, uh, for the Browns, uh, is there's going to be a lot of distraction. And that's kind of the main thing coming away from this. Uh, the NFL will be watching closely. Hopefully, you know, Jake, do you, do you have any thought on whether the Browns will get the suspension this year? Do you think the NFL is close? I mean, they they interviewed Deshaun. Yeah. They reserved the right to interview him again. Do you feel like this is going to happen this year, or do you think that it's going to, you know, are they going to get hit twice?
1: Do I think any- Albert Breer and Ian Rapoport both recently said they expect it to be done this summer, like at some point before the season. They expect an answer to be found. So if this thing, they'll, they'll give an answer. My, my thought is this, they will give some sort of suspension and they won't be really able to fight that suspension. They'll have to take it. And if something comes to light in the future though, here's where it's the, like, here's where there's to me, somebody listening to this could have a far superior opinion to this. I'm willing to accept that to me. There's two outcomes. Like Watson is, is doing so. Okay. Okay. Let me me backtrack here a little bit. They could suspend him. I expect them to have a suspension this summer. And then they could, if the civil cases bring out new news, new evidence, new whatever testimony, he could be suspended again. I know that that's highly unlikely, but if something supremely ugly comes out, he could. It's not a one-and-done thing, You know the personal conduct situation here. You're always on the line for personal conduct, as far as I know. It's not a one suspension thing. The thing that makes it a one suspension thing, Brad, is if you settle and you'll never have to hear about it again. The NDAs get signed, it goes away forever in perpetuity, your suspension is your suspension, and it's over. So Deshaun is essentially making the decision do I want to fight for my my uh, these civil cases for the public opinion of me, which already seems to be down the toilet, but to prove people that I'm innocent? Uh, uh, but the risk is on the other hand, if I if I continue to run these out, things could sneak out into public. So it is a little bit of a dicey decision that he's making. Cause we, as we have seen, Brad, there have been recent pieces of Deshaun's testimony about admitting the crying of the, 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 the masseuse or whatever, who, uh, who the, the, one of the accusers, like the first accuser, right? So like that stuff continues to creep out. There will be more stuff that continues to creep out Tuesday. I think the NFL and the Browns know all of it, but putting them in public is a different thing entirely. So, I do think that getting this thing finished on both fronts would be great for, I don't know, I guess everybody. The situation could go away. Some people get some money. I guess the the women can move on with their lives. Watson can move on with his life. And his whatever the public thinks of him at all can move on. Just letting this thing linger out longer, the only good thing that can come from it is that if they rule that he's innocent. And that might mean the world to Deshaun at this point to prove, hey, I didn't do this stuff. So... That that's what we're looking at here. That's the deciding factor. I will say this:
0: the first accuser, Ashley Solis, I think maybe is how you pronounce her name. The the where he admitted that he that she cried. Right. Mm-hmm. I heard a, a really interesting opinion um, that they have. The understanding is they have all the, pretty much all the information. Right both sides have both have heard both stories. They understand and know some things could come out differently in trial. Right. But basically facts have been laid. There's been a lot of depositions They they've heard from both sides pretty much on all these cases. And, and Busby leaked this story to the USA today. There are some that feel that if that's what they leaked, like that, like that's it. Like I'm not trying to to make what she went through seem any less, but that's the best like leak you could have to try to to make him look bad. Is, is that she cried? I mean, I'm not saying I don't know what happened that day, but there is some some kind of like that's all a little bit to that. Do you do you see where I'm coming from?
1: Yeah, I haven't thought of it that way, but I could see your your point on that. I mean, you know, people have surmised that. Well, why would anybody cry at the end of a massage therapy session, right? But. Yeah, I, I guess that's what Deshaun is weighing. That's the whole thing, Brad. Is what they're weighing is, what do they, what are they afraid of coming out in public? Because if that's if the crying thing is the worst thing, then I guess I imagine he'll fight this thing. I don't, I don't know. I right, I've been, yeah. I put my opinion out there now on on this situation and what I think he was addicted to, and and um, they didn't find criminal charges against him to be possible. And we'll see. If the, if the civil cases think that there's enough there to rule that he did these things. I And Deshaun could be determined to run the gambit on that to prove that I did not do these things. And if that's the case, time will tell that answer. The time frame is just unfortunate because there won't be any of it during football, so it gets delayed and prolonged to the point that we possibly, Brad, could be sitting here next year talking about the exact same thing.
0: Yeah. And I want to be clear, you know, when saying that, it's just to try to look at it from a different perspective. I'm not saying he's innocent or guilty or whatever, no, and I know no. that it looks bad. But I'm just saying to look at it from – like if you could leak of all things that Tony Busby could leak and that's what you chose to leak and you have all that information at your fingertips and that, that would make it seem like uh, weaker, you could look at it that way. Yeah. that their case is weaker than maybe it appeared. We'll at first. never but know, Maybe, we'll never maybe know I have what no happened. idea. Yeah.
1: We'll never yeah. know what happened in those rooms. We will never yeah. know the intent. We will never know what the, mis- the, the the women involved were planning on happening either. We'll never know. We'll never know if there was something more to each of these meetings in terms of what the sure. expectations were. We'll never know. People will make up their mind, and they'll go from there. And it's just... The way it is, there is, there is, you know, Deshaun Watson could come out of this whole thing innocent. It's possible. And people will never care to hear that. They'll always presume he's guilty or there will always be people who presume he's innocent because they really love this idea of this quarterback for the Browns because, Hey man, he's my new quarterback. He's a better quarterback than what we had. And I don't want to hear all that other crap. He's he's uh, he was innocent in the court of law, right? He didn't get charged. So it's just, it's so whatever yeah. you want to believe. I, I'm a, I'm a middle ground person, man. I, th- I think there are things I'll never know about this case. And ultimately, my opinion of it means nothing, Brad. It means nothing. Yeah. So, like, I don't I don't think people listen to our pods to hear me give my opinion on legal matters. Sure. You know, there's better outlets for that stuff. I just talk about the football stuff as often as I possibly can. Sometimes the off the field stuff like we're talking about here is just unavoidable. So we we it. Yeah. Yeah
0: and and i and the only reason i want to hit the off the field stuff like that is because it does ultimately affect the on the field stuff right and that's what we're looking at as otas begin tomorrow and this whole thing sets you know i would prefer to stay away from it completely too and i i agree with you i don't think we'll ever know and i'm kind of middle ground too um or i am i don't know what happened i and uh sometimes it's maybe easier to play a little naive to that i'm i'm not claiming that's what i do but i i know that a lot a lot of people in Cleveland are accused of that, but once again, we don't know, and, and you know, Jake, ultimately, I'm just trying to figure out how many games he's going to be able to play this year, right? Like, that's kind yeah. of what I'm weighing, in, and, and how it's going to affect the team as a whole uh, as we look at it as a football thing,
1: right? Couldn't agree more. I mean, that's the, that's the big thing, and then all the other stuff falls into place after that, in my opinion.
0: Jake, anything else you want to hit on tonight? Uh, It's going to be a big week here, and, uh, you know, uh, we're going to, you know, we're doing over at All Eyes on Cleveland, Jake, we're doing, you know, the whole logo redo thing here, so we're going to be coming back, hitting YouTube hard with, I got new intro videos, new outro videos, the new logo, the blue wire, everything, so I'm excited to do that here in the week coming up, so... Uh, maybe we'll have you back on and do a video uh, session here next week or something.
1: I love it, man. I got to get my song at the beginning of my iPod redone, too. So I I feel all of that. I feel it, my man. So, yeah. listen, always fun to get together, Brad. Hopefully we'll have something more pleasant to talk about next time. But nonetheless, <laughs> um, always a joy, my friend. Thanks for having
0: Foot, me. Football, for sure. For, for yes. sure. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Jake Burns of the OBR film breakdown uh the fantastic jake burns i'm brad ward of all eyes on cleveland and with that